This is Joe Costello's WFO Radio Ignition. Covering everything that has wheels, an engine, and a driver. The reason I race is to get the chicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, sports cars, and NHRA drag racing. Hey, guys. Just want to let you know, WFO rocks. WFO Radio is total motorsports. It's just so cool. Fasten your seatbelts. Fire up the ignition and drop the hammer. Yeah, let's do it. Now, here's your host, Joe Costello. Hey, everybody. WFO, we are back. A new week. WFO Radio. We're going and going, baby. Going and going. Starting a new week for those of you on the WFO app. Welcome. What a weekend we had. The Daytona 500 is in the books. That's right. NASCAR 2023 off and running. Very exciting. Very exciting stuff. Did I watch it? Yeah, I watched a fair amount of it as I traveled back from Kansas. I was at the Division Five Awards Ceremony out there in Kansas City, and it was pretty great. Overton, Overton, something like that, Kansas. But it was really fun hanging out with the racers. But I was listening on my Sirius XM app to MRN radio as I walked through the airport, which is typically what I'm doing all the time. Like most people are looking at me and they think I'm like listening to them, but I'm not. I'm listening to Sirius XM NASCAR radio or something on there, which is uh, my typical deal. If you see me got the headsets on, I'm definitely not listening to you. Just kidding. That's a joke, is it? Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Then got on the plane and, you know, the Wi-Fi deal and I watched the race as much as I could and I enjoyed it greatly. Did have some issues at the very end which was extremely aggravating with like you know six laps to go that's when we landed and the wi-fi stopped and we crapped out and it was it was tough stuff but i did get home to see the celebration and went back and watched the final lap so close ricky stenhouse jr joey logano a lot of action a lot of crashing the longest 500 ever we're gonna get into it our Patreon co-hosts will be joining us. Sue Morris playing the role of Giovanni in Miami this evening as Giovanni is at the ball field as the uh, young man, the gray, has fallen in love with baseball as we we all did, except he has talent and is playing on multiple teams at the same time. It's really amazing and exciting to see all that happening. But Monday night practice, that's a new thing. So we might go sans Giovanni or he'll jump on at the end of the show at some point. We'll see how it goes. You know, he, He's got the number. And when he gets to a position where he can uh, actually jump on and not focus on the primary thing, he'll he'll join us on the show. Now, before we bring on Sue Morris and the rest of the Patreons, I do want to do want to get into it about our sponsors, the people who make it possible. And before you click fast forward or jump around just yet, I want to tell you about the big news, the big news, which is that Tony Stewart is going to be joining us on WFO at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow, Tuesday. Typically. We, do, we go on the air at 1 o'clock. Tony was available at 2.30. We switched the show. Show will start 2.15. Me and Reinhardt, I'll do my sponsor bit, hype up all the great new information that I have, talk some news. Air Force, coming back to NHRA drag racing. How exciting is that? Very cool. The Youth and Education Services Program, the YES Program, which happens at the races, and like thousands of high school kids are coming through there. And the United States Air Force, so we have one of the branches in the military back in NHRA drag racing. It's very exciting news. We'll talk about all our NHRA news, and then Tony will join us at 2.30. So I put it out there on social today. The shows are up. 
You can go to the social media pages. You can go to YouTube and see the show. It says upcoming. Click it if you want a reminder, that kind of stuff. But you guys know we're all fighting the algorithm at all times. We're fighting this algorithm. It will go up to 100 listeners and it'll back down to 98 listeners. And we bump off the algorithm. And as the guys, Lyle and Stevie Fast, figured out, like you can't say certain words. If you say certain words, then the folks at uh, you know one social media company won't let their algorithm share your show. We're fighting all of these different things. And that's why I so love the podcast-only people. Like I love you guys so much. Thank you for sticking with us. You're over the road. You're working. You're driving. You're doing whatever you're doing. But you're audio-only. And that's the way I started out, audio only. And I still love it so much. Just listening, listening and creating with my mind, thinking about what's going on. We will have the show for you. And our biggest audience is still there. Sometimes we get a big show on YouTube, sometimes not. Who knows? Oh, I just said it. See, I ruined it. It's so hard to not say that word. It's so hard. But those shows are up. They're programmed. Would like for you to share them with your social media audience and push them out there as best as you can, especially when we go live and the smoke will join us and it'll be great. I think it's going to be great. We're going to talk about the McPhillips team, about his season in alcohol dragster. We could talk Daytona 500, talk about the two nitro teams and whatever else happens to come up. His first WFO show experience. We've done some interviews on site, uh, but it's different. And it'll be me and Alan peppering him with questions, peppering, peppering with questions. It's going to be very good. All right, let me tell you about the people who make it possible for me to do this. And I marvel at it all the time. I'm talking about Foggit. I spent about six hours at Gary Stint Racing Engines in Emporia, Kansas. I learned so much about Foggit. We used the product. We used the product on my own engine. It was amazing. And also, why is my engine even there? Why is it there? Well, it's there because there was no such thing as Foggit. When I put it away and I wasn't smart enough to use something like Foggit to put it away, it would have changed the dynamic, except I didn't do it. F-O-G-G-I-T, high-performance racing engines, racing engines of any kind, firearms, machine shop, anything that you want to inhibit the rust and corrosion. I got a video with Gary uh, that we'll play a little bit later on in the show, and uh, I'm going to save the dyno video for tomorrow i'm gonna save that if you watched instagram reels you saw it out there i put it out there we dynoed the pontiac i was dog ducking and dodging like is a valve gonna come shooting at my head and no it did not it lived thank goodness thank goodness f-o-g-g-i-t total seal they're in on project pontiac too guys i think you guys know that the build project project pontiac really is something that kind of it's a showcase. We're going to put Total Seal rings in the deal. We're going to hone it the way that they want to hone it. We're going to try to make more than the 604 horsepower that it made. And I know we'll be able to do that because we're going to switch heads. But that's a different story. If you want to level up your high-performance racing engine, go to TotalSeal.com. New episodes of Hidden Horsepower are going to be coming out all the time. TotalSeal.com. Hartford sends me a text. They are getting a new wrap on their car. A new look for the Total Seal Camaro in 23. And the only place you'll be able to see the whole process is right there on NHRA social media. Yeah, I got scooped on that one. I'm a little annoyed, but not really. FTI Performance Transmissions and Torque Converters. FTI Power Glide Transmissions to Land Florida. I am going already working. 
uh, going to bring up one of my transmissions because I am not dumb. I see who wins these races. I can read the decals. I watched all that Bradenton stuff earlier this uh, in December and January and all these million dollar races and super comp races. And I see who's winning and top sportsman and top dragster. There are many great transmission builders, but FTI is dominant when it comes to the winter circle. You can see him. Deland, Florida. If you're looking for a very powerful engine to, to power your transmission, you're going to need to have a good transmission. FTIperformance.com. Check them out. Transmissions and torque converters. F Phillips Connect. This is great. Every time I run into somebody with a trucking company, I'm like, do you know about Phillips Connect? And they're, they're, some don't, some do. Smart trailer technology, stay connected. Some experiments being run out there, which is great. To me, it's a no-brainer. Spend a little more to save some in the long run. Whether it be safety-related or load-related, if you've got a truck and trailer company, if you've got multiple tractor trailers out there on the roads, check out Phillips-Connect, supporters of WFO Radio. Bernie Speed Shop. This is one where, what's my goal? You to come to the open house. Going to have a bunch of race winners there. This thing's going to be big. It's the We're calling it the Fan Fest. It's the Pre-Gator Nationals Fan Fest is at Bernie's. It's 50 minutes from Gainesville. That's not bad. It's seven minutes away from Garlitz. It's going to be a wild, fun party. They got 100,000 square feet. They got the beautiful shop. There's going to be music. There's going to be fireworks, says Josh. I'm going to be there. So why don't you come out on Wednesday before the Gator Nationals at Bernie's? You can go to the website, B-U-R-N-Y-Z-Z.com to find out more information. Later on in the show, I'll tell you about my buddy, Marvin Rodak, and his great coffeeandgrills.com. I'll tell you about Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School, where you can drive a dragster. Driving a dragster. Now that would be fun. Mm -mm. And samtech.edu, the School of Automotive Machinists and Technology. I'm hanging out with Gary Stinn, and I'm like, man, I could have done that. That is something I could have done. That would have been fun. I just did not know. Didn't know. Don't, uh, you know, learn from my mistakes, guys. Go to Sam Tech, get a core foundational education, and then get involved in the world of racing. We need you. We need you. All right, let's bring on Sue Morris. Sue Morris joining us here on WFO before we talk the Daytona 500. What's up, w Sue? WFO, Joe, what's happening? All good, it's all good. Monday, it was racing season on steroids. I mean, we had the brand new craftsman truck series race on friday night of course nature didn't help that one out too much but still we had it uh of course you had the xfinity and then the daytona 500 the daytona Ooh. 500 i won the daytona 500 that's my dw Ooh. how was it was it pretty good i think it was it was pretty good it was pretty good i mean uh well <laughs> as daytona 500s go it was the longest you know, it was one of those right around the track. And yeah, we had some, we had, you know, cautions breed cautions at the end. And uh, we had the crashes. And then, of course, you have the, when was the yellow, when was that button pushed? Uh, but hey, you know, but cheers to Ricky Stenhouse and that, uh, and that team. Um, you know, underdog, right? Um, they're Much not maligned. Much maligned person. His remember the guy in the fantasy league, Rick, Ricky DNF Stenhouse, and yep, you know yep. some terrible people used to call him the boyfriend when he was dating Danica, right? Like this guy's got a pretty good career going. You don't have to, uh, you don't have to do much more. Like he's got a couple of big plate wins, and he won yep. the Daytona 500, and that's it. Like you're a 
NASCAR superstar when you win the Daytona 500. For me, I'm I'm happy for JTG Doherty. Yes. Small underdog single car team. That's that's what people like. Those are stories people like. This one was crazy. So many crashes. Uh, I'm going to want you to fill me in on some of the stuff that happened. Like um, one example is where I checked out. Brad Keselowski was like in the mix and then I come back and he's nowhere to be found. And I like, I know he got involved in some sort of incident late with six laps to go, but I don't really know what went down. And um, and then I heard an interview with someone and they're like, you know, that guy runs through everybody and that's what he just drives over people. And I was like, okay, but he's still out on the track. So you'll get me up to speed on that. But as you know, I was in Kansas and in a situation where I was kind of unable to monitor uh, a lot of the NASCAR action, you know, when I'm, I'm in, in, in face-to-face conversations, we're in a restaurant, I'm driving to, um, you know, in a hotel, we're, we're, we're doing NHRA stuff. So it is just now occurring to me, you mentioned the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series, which is great that they're back, but Tanner Gray, career yeah. best finish of second. That's news to me. Like I hadn't seen that. And I'm very excited about that. I, not only do I like Tanner a lot, he's fam. He's drag racing fam. Like there are people who are fans that don't like him or that, you know, he threw his helmet one time when he got in the race when he was 17 years old. And so they're going to hate him forever. Right. Yeah. Like those people exist. They're crazy people. That's what, that's how, you know, like you're a crazy person when you hold something against someone that they did six years ago when they were a young person and didn't really even know what they were doing and you continuously hold it against them. But Tanner Gray comes out to the track. We heard on here from Heiner that Heiner tried to rattle his brain. <laughs> he shook the tires so hard. But Tanner answered the call for the Get Biofuel team last year. Um, him and his brother Taylor were always like nice kids. Nice kids. Well, how could they be nice kids? Because they were. They were nice kids. Nice kids to me. When I did start this video show, when we started with video during the pandemic, like the second show ever was Tanner Gray. Yeah, come on. What are you up to, Tanner? And now the guy finishes second at Daytona. Um, I'm, that's exciting. I feel bad that I'm a little late to the news, but I'm a little late to the news. Got stuff going on. And that's exciting. Like, way to go, Tanner Gray. Way to go. An NHRA story. I mean, coming up. And and you're right. You know, haters are going to hate. But I, I love to say to those people, and did you ever mess up in your life at all? <laughs> and the answer, I'll tell you what they'll say. They'll say, no, I didn't. I've been perfect. perfect. I'm perfect. <laughs> I never did anything wrong that I regret or that yeah. was in, in, incorrect, which at the same time, everybody loved it. Like, you know, that's what they want people to do. They want people to throw their helmet and pound on the car. And then, you know, a very tiny, loud, angry minority will be like, oh, I hate it. Uh. And HR was getting a lot of love. You got Tanner Gray finished second. You got Tony Stewart dropping the, the mention of the baby <gasps> gators. Baby gators and the gators. I mean... I know, Joe, you're going to be at the, <laughs> the World's Pro Challenge. But, well, no, for the first for time. My challenge, but, oh, my goodness, Tony Stewart's like, I'm going to work. I'm taking off. And, yeah, I'm going. I'm going to race to myself. I'm going to the Baby Gators and the Gators. Two weeks. I'm headed to Gainesville. I was like, woo. I was yelling on the couch. It was awesome. And Mike Joy was a little perplexed. Wasn't he? He was, he was like, come on, Mike. It's not a NASCAR story. You've been in the sport for 50 years. Just go with it, man. Yeah, Tony, it's really cool. Your drag racing stuff is really cool. And Mike Joyce was like, um, uh, 
you know, should we not be talking about drag racing? I don't know what to do with the situation. It's like he'd said something that's not Ozzy. And, and Tony's like, it's on Fox. Yeah. And right. go with it. Come on, Mike. Get over it. I'm racing. Yeah. You should be that happy. Was sad. That was sad. But, I love Alyssa. My choice can do no wrong, except that wasn't great. <laughs> well, but but Clint was there, picked it up. It was perfect. It was it was great. I mean, the fact that it got to mention, you know, I thought was was phenomenal. I was, you know, it, it look. NHRA, not only did the Gators get mentioned, but he brought up the baby Gators too. Sportsman, come on out. Come watch us race. Well, Tony Stewart's going to be there. Right. Can this guy sell some tickets to the baby Gators? Like we all know the baby Gators is like the Orlando Divisional. If we had a hundred paying spectators, I feel like. I don't know. I mean, I think the under is probably coming in on a hundred, right? Like maybe yeah. 70 or 80 or 40, like I, who knows who was walking around in the pits. And that's uh, in my opinion, something that can be corrected. Uh, I think that we can put some fans in the, in the seats for that. But now, like I said to the Patreons earlier today and you, you regular uh, listeners, if you're not a Patreon, we, we got new Patreons have come on board and, and it's still the start of the season and you can come on board. And if you do a full season, uh, regardless of what level, if you do a full season, I will send you a t-shirt in addition to everything else that seems to be working. Um, but we had a conversation on Monday morning motivation. It was a conversation with just me. And I, I thought like Tony Stewart might be able to sell some tickets. Like if you're a fan of this man, if he gets you excited, if you're a genuine fan, why would you not go watch him race the weekend before the Gator nationals for a very affordable price, which I don't even know what it is, Sue. It's gotta be like, 15 bucks or yeah i don't think it's that much <laughs> yeah right it, it, it it's minimal amount of money um but you get up close personal access um i mean they were at nascar i, I did laugh and and i think i saw i saw bobby graham post it too and you know th there was this whole thing like oh nascar you get all this access and i'm like come on nhra you get way more access than you do um you know than nascar you don't have to necessarily go go to get in line for a sign up you know the drivers are there they're up front they're 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 there they're ready to interact at least when they can and um unlike uh unlike nascar yes i am preaching the nhra bandwagon but i can't help it i well, can't it help it saying. it's it's just a statement of fact it's it, drag racing and it's not even necessarily anyone's fault other than the shape of the track Drag strip is straight and everyone's pitting and going up there and the fans have access. Whereas a, a, a round track, the fans are on the outside and the peep racers are on the inside. And so there's a barrier. Let's, let's assume that NASCAR would love to let everybody in as, as we do, but, uh, but they cannot, but uh, it'll be, it'll be very exciting. NHRA got a, a lot of love. Um, everybody was there. Clay Milliken was there. Caps and Torrance. And oh Amanda my goodness. Busey. The Toyota. Um, <laughs> It was, plus. they were everywhere. Toyota killed it. Yeah. See, Toyota did such a great job, but that, you know, I don't want to say it makes the other folks look bad, but it kind of does. Toyota owned the Daytona 500 for NHRA driver appearances. They had everybody there. They did a great job. They recognized that something that I've been saying for years, just to, you know, mention something that is true. You've got to be there. You've got to be there. If you're a celebrity NHRA racer, 
You've got to be there. You're walking around. You're doing whatever they ask. You're trying to get in the mix, getting in people's photos, photobombing <laughs> people, whatever you're doing, you got to be there because that's where the media is. And they say, oh, my gosh, it's you. Hey, can we do something later on in the year? Or, you know, we really love for you guys to come to Indy this year. Got to be there. And hats off to Toyota on making it happen. That was pretty amazing. All right, let me give the results as the rest of our Patreon co-hosts start to jump on. I see Megan is down there. Megan is, uh, you know, she's she's come off the ledge after the Super Bowl. Thank you, Megan. We're glad that you're you're back. And Caleb is there. And, and Bobby Graham. It's getting suited up. We'll give the results and then we'll go to Bobby Graham. But Ricky Stenhouse Jr. wins the race. 212 laps, the longest Daytona 500 ever. Joey Logano second, Christopher Bell third. It was really one of those deals where when they pushed the button, because they were going back and forth and, and they were side by side. And only they know where they, when they pushed, pushed the button and Stenhouse won it. Um, if I was controlling the deal, all things being absolutely equal, they are dead tied to the millimeter, and it's a judgment call. I would have made the call for Stenhouse because of the underdog story of JTG Doherty Racing and Ricky and all of that. Joey has had great success. He's the reigning champ. But Ricky Stenhouse wins the Daytona 500. Let's hear from our Daytona 500 winner. Don't hear it, Joe. We're on the edge of our seat waiting to hear it, Joe. Oh, you're not hearing <laughs> us? We're not hearing a thing. I'm like, what? I'm, I'm like, you are well engrossed and I, I'm not hearing it. No. <laughs> I know I it's think a really it's good going out. It's oh no. Well, nope. Nope. <laughs> it's not just me. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, then I'm gonna pause it. Like you don't understand. I'm like listening intently, and I'm enjoying I it. I am like, like, oh man, I'm like, this is really good stuff. And you're telling me that it's not going out, but no. it's okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna press play again. Try it again. I'm gonna no. It's it's not going out for reasons that I don't understand. Oh man. What, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna just. Uh, I don't even know what I'm gonna do. I'll insert well, do your, it. Do your podcast. version of it. Do your version. You do a good job of that. I thought I was out of the race. Things weren't looking good for me. Then the Chevrolets got lined up and, you know, okay. Well, you know, I'll, I'll paraphrase from here. Here we go. Again, perfect scenario for me. Um, I picked the top. I felt like the car was better on the top. I knew Kyle was going to take the front, um, give up a front row starting position. I was hoping the bell was going to go third. And then, I was like Logano. And then it just stops. That's interesting. Yeah. Man, what what a winter view. I love it. <laughs> let, me, let me give another one. All right. Like, and I'm not going to do a lot of editing on this. Let me give my uh, uh, my own version of Ricky Stenhouse. Uh, that's right. I just won the Daytona 500. Me, Ricky Stenhouse, and you in the WFL Fantasy League that called me Ricky DNF Stenhouse. How you like me now? That is right. Not only did I have Danica as a girlfriend for a while, but I am a Daytona 500 winner. And I took a team that is an underdog that is actually greatly loved. And we have won the 500 and I just pocketed like over a million dollars. How about that? Yes, it was close. Me and Joey Logano side by side, wheel to wheel, door handle to door handle. But in the end, I won victorious 212 laps, longest one ever. 
That's right. There you go. That's my boom. I love it. That's my, that's what I, it's so funny. And I apologize to everybody that I'm sitting out there. You're sitting out there in silence. We'll probably shorten the silence for the audio only podcast guys out there. We'll shorten the silence. Uh, I could also sue because uh, I'm thinking about all these different things. I could just drop the audio in there, but then people would not understand all of this, <laughs> the moment. So what I'll probably do is I'll drop the whole clip in there now. Kind of put my elbows up and and get back to the front to give us another shot to win. Uh, so I at least could you know tell my guys that, that we had a shot to win. And you know once it once we got up there, you know the eight, three, twenty four, and myself. Um, obviously, we cleared the seventeen and six and, and put all Chevys in the top four. And then I was blocking the twenty two, and he got up underneath me, and I kind of thought our race was over at that point. And then we had that restart. Um, the 17-6 chose the bottom, which kind of shocked me a little bit. Uh, gave us uh, the six starting position behind the 22. And with the eight and three on the front row, I thought that they might try kind of the old school restart of, you know, pulling down in front of each other. And I knew that that would give our outside lane a huge run off of two. Uh, Kyle was pushing me like crazy down the backstretch. And I waited just long enough to, to go to the bottom once he was clear as well. And that gave us the lead. I was hoping we were going to get back to the white at that moment. And we didn't. Uh, big wreck behind us. And, again, a, a perfect scenario for me. Uh, you know, I picked the top. I felt like our car was better on the top. And I knew Kyle was going to take the front row. You can't give, a, give up a front row starting position. I was just hoping that Bell was going to go third because I felt like Logano uh, and that manufacturer was a really good pusher. And so once we went green – you know, we got the lead. I was a little nervous because we were low on fuel. Our, our low fuel light started uh, flashing at me. And so I knew we needed to get back to the white. And once we did that, I felt like we could make it all the way back around. Uh, but the 22 had a huge run, got to my outside. Kyle had a huge run and he kind of shipped the middle. And then I looked in my mirror and, and here comes Christopher and gave me a big shot uh, down the short shoot there into one and, um, and got out front enough for when the caution came out. So Everything played out perfectly for us at the end of that. I mean, it's a Daytona 500. Um, you're gonna, it's a long race. You're gonna have good parts and bad parts, uh, but we just, you know, we just kept pushing through. Well, there you go. Good plan. I and love we, how we can go back and edit something you didn't hear, and now we're back, everybody. Uh, crazy stuff at the start of the game. Why? Why did that happen? Right? Like something in the computer is not uh, talking to the flux capacitor, which is what makes time travel possible. And so we'll just uh, we'll move forward from here. But there's Megan. I don't hear anything. And Bobby says, nope. And everything is not working. Except this guy was hearing all of it, man. And I was loving it. It was great stuff. So I don't know. I don't know why that's. Uh, why that I was happen. ready to start like waving at you or something. Because I'm like, no, oh, man, I was just listening. And I'm looking at the <laughs> results. And I'm thinking like, it's nice to have a break during the show. Just a couple <laughs> minutes, right? I like this clip. And I was thinking, great job, Giovanni. Let's move on. Let's move forward. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. won the race. Joey Logano second. Christopher Bell third. Chris Buescher was fourth. Those uh, Kozlowski uh, Roush cars were very, very quick and fast. Buescher was disappointed. Uh, Alex Bowman fifth. AJ Allmendinger sixth. He was quick and fast at the end of the race. Daniel Suarez seventh. Ryan Blaney eighth. Ross Chastain ninth. Riley Erbst tenth. Followed by Travis Pastrana. What about this guy? Travis Pastrana. What a talent. What an amazing person. 
Guy goes out there, he's driving top fuel dragsters, he's qualifying for the Daytona 500, and he finishes 11th overall. Kevin Harvick in his final Daytona 500, 12th. Zane Smith, Cody Ware, Martin Truex Jr. had a quick and fast car, got in, you know, in some chaos. Corey LaJoy, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, Kyle Busch, 19th. Bubba Wallace, 20th. He, he hit a bunch of stuff, and those cars are pretty tough, man. They can take a beating and, and keep on going. Eric Almarola, Brad Keselowski, Austin Sindrick, Noah Gregson, Ty Gibbs, Harrison Burton, who was up in the mix for a, a long time too, Todd Gilliland, Michael McDowell, Connor Daly, BJ McLeod, Jimmy Johnson, knocked out in the late going, two, lap 203. Justin Haley, Austin Dillon, William Byron, Chase Briscoe, Ryan Priest, Eric Jones, Chase Elliott, Tyler Riddick, and Ty Dillon. And there's your field of 40 for the Daytona 500 and the pre-race was awesome and everything was awesome. And most importantly, the most awesome thing is that NASCAR 2023 is off and running. Simple as that. Let's bring on Bobby Graham. What's up, Bobby? Hey. How are you? Bobby. Good evening, WFO. Good evening. Good evening. Yeah, Bobby says it's Gio who did that on purpose, perhaps. <laughs> right? Like, it's Gio. He knew I wasn't going to be here. He's going to put, you know. Did y'all have a bet going or something? It little could sabotage. Be. No, no, not at all. Not okay. at all. It was, uh, it is what it is, but, and we're going to do fantasy league results. Don't worry, everybody. I was terrible. You're probably all wondering like how many people got into the fantasy league, right? Because you know, you're supposed to pay and maybe we don't have to pay. Remember last week we were going to edit out that part where I cold read that the guy was going to refurbish our money. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, that did not get edited out. Gio and I forgot all about it and it stayed in the show. And so you may or may not know that uh, this guy will um, comp you if you want to. But I had a nice conversation with my friend Mike English about it. And Mike paid. And I'm going to pay. And this guy does a lot of coding and a lot of work. And his heart was in the right place. And he offered. So, you know, if it's one of those things where you really need it, then I think you can uh, apply and get a comp. And if you don't need the five bucks or whatever he wants, then I think it would be really nice if we gave the guy a couple of bucks to provide us a place to play on our, our fantasy league. But uh, I digress. Um, what about you, Bobby? Did you get to watch the Daytona 500 or listen? I did. I watched the whole thing. I shut the shop down and went inside and watched the whole race. That's nice. What was your impression? I mean, it was long. It was a lot of mess. But I found it, it to be entertaining. You know, at first I, I posted that it, the way everything, everybody stayed in line, it looked like a disaster waiting to help happen. And they ran so good for so long. And I actually had three drivers in the top eight with two laps to go. And the other one was in the top 20. But you know what happens in the top two, last two laps. Right. So I'm probably last on the fantasy league. <laughs> I doubt Again. it. No. I, I doubt it, Bobby. I no, I was 30. It. I come out in the middle. I seen my results. So, all right, let's give to the results. But no, it was a good race. I thought it was a good race. I didn't think it was very much passing going on, but if you watched the scoreboard, there was people making moves the whole race. There was a lot of moving around in that race. Didn't look like it visually, but they were, they were doing a lot of moving around. It was pretty, it was pretty exciting. The whole pre-race, which I was able to watch and listen to most of that. Um, so much pomp and circumstance. They just went absolutely over the top. They always do. I think about the budget just for their pre-race show. Um, amazing, amazing stuff. It's Americana. 
it's the Daytona 500. I got a buddy of mine. I'm like, hey, man, Daytona 500. He goes, ah, I'm just not into it, man. I'm watching the golf. Like, how Like, how oh. are you not into oh. it? How can you not? Because it's just cars and circles, man. Just cars and circles. Like, oh, how he dare you, He just wanted you, to take man? a nap. Exactly. How dare you? Like, this is as American as anything is. The Daytona 500. Baseball. Hot dogs. Apple pie. Chevrolet. NHRA drag racing. Daytona 500. Come on. And, uh, you know, some people are, are just that way, but I, I was loving it. And it's the signal. It's the signal that NASCAR is back and we're going to go on this journey. Once again, we're going to go on this great journey. That is the NASCAR cup season. And we're going to have something to watch on Sundays, you know, sometimes Saturday nights. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I thought it was good. Thought the cars were good. Here comes your fantasy league results. Bulls wool wins the week with 329 points. Followed by El Jefe, second. Bad Brad, third. Bad Brad is out for vengeance after coming in like a close second last year. Driving hard, Hillbilly 50-32, Geo in Miami, Uper 1, Hockey Kid, Team Gray, oh. <laughs> and the Northwest Nitro Fanatics round out the top 10 uh, from you know 10th place with was 281. So everybody had a tough uh, go of it. 329 for Bulls Wolves, pretty impressive in that race. Like, I don't know who he had but <laughs> and how he picked them. But how did you do it? <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't know. I, how had a, I had a great team. I looked at my team and I, I did all the stuff, guys. I was I'm like, I'm going to check my team. I set my team, checked my team, looked at my team Sunday morning, rechecked my team. Didn't switch out anybody. This is the team. Tyler Reddick. Yeah, definitely. Tyler Reddick's going to be good. And I, and I had Bubba in there and I had Jimmy in there. And um, yeah, no. No good. Well, I had Bush, and I had uh, Byron. Yeah, and Cedric. Okay, and I like I said, I had I was one, four, and eight with two laps to go, and I'm feeling pretty good, and. It took four laps for the last two laps to go. And you know what happened? Yeah. So, oh, totally my guys. So we have six, 61 people in the league this year. I am sa satisfied with that. I am satisfied. And maybe some more will join in. Yeah. 61. It's not 91. It's not 150. It's not 1,000 like we used to get in the XM days. But it's considerable and enough for us to I'm have a pushing it. Yeah, these that's are right. And, that, and don't I'm go pushing the, the new guys. <laughs> did did, did you hear what the, what the high point score was? <laughs> Three? 321? Yes. Come 329. on. 329. 329. Yeah. 329. That wasn't Come bad. Come on. Jump in the league. Jump in well, the league. Well, it was it all was pretty close because I think I had like 260. So and I was 31st. So it was com compacted in there. It was Everybody tight. was pretty close. Ooh, it was tight. Let me right. give the rest of the results. You know, I like to list all the team names in the first uh, go round, and we'll get to us. Rich and Saugus was 11th. Race Day San Antonio Mike 12th. Zamboni John 13th. Miss Laura 14th. Uh, JJ Husker fan 15th. Tied with Race Day San Antonio Dixie. You know, they got a great rivalry that goes on. Olsen's Trailblazers and Hebrews 12 1 Racing are 17th. Lake Oconee Scott and Derail uh, tied with Busher. <laughs> Neither. Yeah. Busher <laughs> nearly killed her. 
It's, uh, <laughs> that's like, that. the, uh, you know, wrecked them, damn near killed them, right? Yeah. Like this busher and nearly killed her. Guys, uh, working hard to get me to say funny things. And that's, that's his name. What can I do? Easy E009 22nd, Mr. Fantasy NASCAR 23rd, 251. Terrible day for Miss for the Champ. Royal Flush Racing 23rd, Southern Racer X 23rd, Dragster Jeff 23rd. There's a tie. Patrick the Webmaster 27th, Dirty Hippies 28th, Jambalaya J 29th. Corpse grinder. Yikes. Oh, ouch. Mm, I, I almost don't want to really know what that is. Bug ouch. Barn, 31st. Fat Tire, 22, 32nd. North Star, 32nd. Dirt 99, 34th. Beer Eater Racing, 81, 35th. Aviator Racing, tied for 35th. Texas Bug Nut, 37th. Elephant Racers, 38th. Way, hey, way to go, Dan. Elephant Racers, still out there. Clawson Racing, 39th. Pickle Rick, 40th. Fantasy Clueless, 41st. Monica regressing to the mean, apparently. <laughs> Fancy play. Top Fuel Champ, 1215, 42nd. Miller Man, 43rd. Team 12, 44th. Willie B. Racing, also 44th. 46th. Stubo, 208. Sue. Yeah. Brad K. I was really excited. Ryan <laughs> Priest. I was so excited. Briscoe was just riding around. Blaney wrecked early. But he still finished like sixth. I was like, what the heck? But, yeah, yeah, this race should have excited everybody's had uh, people uh, uh. up front, but they didn't stay there. <laughs> they were up front until they weren't. They, that's <laughs> right. Stubo, 46. Intimidator Harley, 46. Sacramento Racing Fan, 46. Low, who was on there with the belt. He put. A, he went on social with the belt. Like, I'm trying yeah, to get the title back. That. Not starting out so good. 208. Flea Tree, 204, tied with me, 204. 204, guys. 204. Oh. Nightmare. Rusty Racing, turned left, smothered and covered. Hockey Dad, Team English, Gareth Senkow, Gareth, 194. Highline, real fine, 191. Kev, 92 Ford, 185. Going in circles and Barbecue Bob, dead last, 171. Barbecue Bob. And that is it. 61. Okay, where's Monica? Where was Monica? I didn't hear. Fantasy Clueless. Yeah, where's Fantasy, Fantasy Clueless? Clueless? Yeah, she where was, is she? At? Uh, 41st, 224. Oh. Ah, all right. No bueno. No bueno. Did Megan get in the league? Did Megan get in the fantasy league? That says Bobby, you and I are stuck in the middle again. Uh, simple as that. Exactly. Yeah, that's at the pre president's last year. I did the same thing, and that's where I stayed. This weekend, California, the Pale Casino 400. Uh, they'll be out there in Cali, and uh, going to be real exciting. Going to be real exciting to have NASCAR uh, back again. Of course. Uh, I will be home. I will not be in Kansas. I'll be home. I'll be able to watch as I understand it. And then we were racing world series of pro mod baby Gators is an NMCA race at Orlando speed world followed by the Gator nationals garlets, the big daddy, Don garlets, international drag racing hall of fame. It's the Pala casino 400 P A L A. Uh, very exciting stuff. And we're going again in the world of NASCAR. Got a lot of Patreons down there. Scott is down there. Matt from Australia is down there as we got a whole uh, deal going. What else from the weekend, Sue? Other elements from Daytona 500 weekend that we need to keep up with? Um, Xfinity results. Folks can, you know, go and check out the Xfinity results online if they want to get like full results. We don't get full results of everything that uh, that happens in an entire weekend results wise, but. Well, I mean, Infinity Race and anything else. Uh, Austin Hill, two years in a row, back to back. That was kind of interesting. 
and another, you know, yellow flag at the end and waiting for the results. Yeah. Was uh was the Xfinity race. So um, but hey, excitement with Travis Pastrana. Um, he was part of that that wreck at the end. Um, you know, and he actually I was reading some things from him on online and uh this this cut this basically was able to check this one off his bucket list. He was glad to do it, but it sounds like he's done. Uh, but I think he's uh, kind of beating himself up a little bit because the car didn't react when he got pushed um, at the end there like he thought it would. So he was expecting it to feel more like the truck. And instead, he kind of felt the, you know, the assing come out on it. And, and um, but he was kind of part of that uh, of that crash. And uh, I know he was hoping to, to give a good push to Bubba and Denny Hamlin there at the end. But uh but he just he he couldn't get up on on the back of his bumper. So um, you know, but that was exciting. I mean, he brought he brought it right. I mean, watching Travis out there. I mean, he was like a little kid when he when he qualified after the duels. He actually before the duels, and he actually made it in the race. It was so I'm I was excited for him. Right? It was it was just exciting to watch. So absolutely. Well, and that's the whole that's the whole thing. It's not it's not guaranteed, and. I like the idea that we had some non-regulars in the mix, Connor Daly. That that's what makes it the biggest, most significant race on the planet for cars with fenders that are turning and um, right. just off and running. Real exciting. Formula One cars are out. The looks are out. I'm liking yeah. what I'm seeing. Uh, there's a lot of. Uh, a lot of hype around the Mercedes switching back to black, which is kind of cool. Um, a lot of good looking cars, the Ferrari, a lot of innovations, a lot of interesting looks. I wonder if they're going to be quick or fast, but formula one and the testing begins. And then of course it was reported Lance Stroll won't, won't be out there for uh preseason testing. He looks like he got, gotten a bit of an accident reported. Yes. Oh, it was kind of weird though. They didn't really say what it was, but it was, Cycling, 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 cycling. Don't cycle, people. Like that's the most important thing to remember. Don't to get kicked out of F one because he's riding a bicycle. That's pretty bad. Aston Martin have announced that Lance Stroll will miss this week's preseason test at Bahrain International Circuit, which that's where Reinhardt was following an accident while training. Stroll was involved in what has been described as a minor incident as picked up injuries that will rule him out of the three-day test, uh, February 23rd through 25th. So that is uh, this week. Aston Martin added that they expect Stroll to make a quick recovery and return to his driving duties in due course with his fitness to be assessed daily. And there you go. Way to go, Lance. Get hurt right, right before. Yeah. Right before you head out on the track. Oh, you know, he's, he's getting his clicks. He's getting his clicks in. He'll be all right. Well, we're, uh, we're a couple of days, like February being the shortest month. We're a couple of days from Drive to Survive, which that is going to be a very interesting binge watch situation as we all try to go through and find the best moments of Ferrari's debacle. But at the same time, I think the whole world is going to be uh, in on the deal. Just checking out some of the news. F1 preseason guide. This is one I always like to do on uh, Planet F1. Just over three months after Formula One's last group outing, the drivers will hit the track at the Bahrain International Circuit. 
for a three-day test. Don't let the lap times fool you. They mean nothing. This uh, season, the second with the new generation of ground effects aerodynamics, the teams have had been limited to just three days of preseason running. The reasoning behind that was twofold. The regulations were, at least initially, expected to remain the same from 2022 to 2023, meaning the teams didn't need as much on-track time, while the second reason is, of course, costs in keeping them down. Preseason testing is on-track time. What is preseason testing? Okay, who's reading that? Like the guy who really just downloaded Drive to Survive for the first time. What is preseason testing? <laughs> what to keep an eye on? Reliability and purposing will be two of the key points this season as the teams hope to keep uh, have the first and not the second. Last season, Alfa Romeo and Haas had nightmare starts to the preseason testing, both losing vital track time through reliability problems while McLaren had brake issues, et cetera, and so on. Now I'm pretty excited. Formula One is back. It's all back. But to me, the Gator Nationals being right around the corner has got me going. Oh, you know, I wanted to make one more point about the Daytona 500. I saw the pre-show. Oh, Gio's on here. Let's bring him on. What's up, Giovanni? Gio. Hey. Oh, he's got his microphone muted. Although it doesn't say he's muted. That's just, a point for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Dang, no, right. it's not muted. It wasn't even on. How about that? Oh, there it is. It was not the. But I want to make one final point. I want to make one final point. Turn it on. Pot yeah. it on. Yeah. All right. Make your point. Well, we do have a little echo from you that uh, you know, I know it's you because we weren't having the echo, but um, who knows why? How about now? I watched that Kyle Bush interview with a fresh mind, and I I thought to myself. You know, man, this guy is with Richard Childress now, and I love Richard Childress. I'm a Dale Earnhardt fan, and I, you know, I need to, I need to try to give this guy another chance because that's what I'm all about. Like, I everybody knows I haven't liked his ways and his attitude and his anything over the years, but I don't know him, and and he's uh, he's a veteran driver, and as people get older and they change, and I need to give this man like just a fresh fresh start with kyle bush let's do it and so i'm watching and listening and thinking and feeling and just kind of trusting my heart and late in the race you've got kyle bush and austin dillon and children's chevrolets nose to tail right behind chris busher and brad kislowski in the kislowski roush fords right and what am i like feeling in this moment, what am I feeling? I'm feeling like I don't want Kyle Busch to win. I, I didn't want him to win. I just couldn't. I thought, no, man, you're wrong here. You need to you need to let go. And that's Richard Childress, man. It's a three and an eight. Childress Chevrolet's a three and the eight. And I'm not rooting for them. And I'm slightly rooting against them. And there's sports in the lead. <laughs> yeah, but you what didn't is, have him on your fantasy team. Just fess up. Yeah, That's what it like, was. <laughs> young Joe, young Joe, Dale Earnhardt fan and Dale Jr. fan Joe. Like, this doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Like, how could I feel that and not root for Richard Childress Chevrolet? Like, uh, I just couldn't do it. Kyle Bush, like, I just don't i can't get with it and that's sad like i i i think it probably makes me a bad person ah. and i can't can't get with it but i just couldn't get with it 
even in that moment, even of trying to give myself a fresh start, even like talking to myself about it. Like, you, come on, this guy's a new person, new team, been through a bunch of stuff, all of that stuff. I love what he said about coach Joe Gibbs was going to pay him out of his pocket. And he didn't want to take that because he felt like it would be wrong to do that. And I liked that. I liked all that. It but just, what about, what about the fact that Austin Dillon was the one that called him? Yeah. And I like that. And he he's like, him. did you talk to your grandpa? <laughs> you know, he recruited him and it was great. But anyway, it's just, it's a complex thing with, uh, with Kyle Bush. It's just a complex guy. He's got all this. He's, you know, he said he showed his butt a couple of times over the years and everything <laughs> at the end of the race. He's like, yeah, I wish we had the 1998 rules. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah, just... Well, th those two could have actually at the choose line, they could have both went behind each other again and who knows what would have happened. Right. I mean, they, they were going up there and they were nose to tail and so was Kozlowski and Bush or they were nose to tail and then, then the wreck happened. And then when they, they picked and, you know, they went next to each other and to be honest, that whole thing kind of created the next, next round of cautions. Right. I mean, when you look at it, so yeah. the choose, the choose line uh, was, is a very big in plate yep. race or, or uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, high bank racing Daytona. The choose line is a big moment. And um, anyway, just wanted to relay that little story of emotion because in the end it's, it's all uh, emotional. These <laughs> you root for who yeah, you root for therapy choose. session for the day. <laughs> that's, it. that's it. Definitely. What's up Giovanni. How is baseball? Oh, exhausting. <laughs> You've been doing a lot of it. Certainly. And the Skeeters were out at the park tonight, man. It was Jurassic Park out there. But uh, yeah, man, it was, uh, I don't know. All I know is this whole, this was just a baseball packed weekend. Uh, from the minute I woke up Saturday and here we are, it's, it's Monday night. And um and I just got home from baseball and, and uh, yeah, literally just ran in here. The kids, uh, finishing off some some grub before uh bathroom shower duty and uh hurry up and get him in hurry up and get him to bed he's got school in the morning good well good deal how did he do at the games this weekend uh you know the, they did all right good and bad you know he plays he played he played defense very well he uh you know got a hit and struck out a few times and they played against like uh a, a semi-pro 14 uh team that looked like they were 14 for sure I think the kids were driving. I think I saw a couple of the kids drive to the park. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. That, that yeah, no, great. these kids were really good. Uh, they, these kids were de definitely really good. Well, good. But uh, I, I don't think they were 12-year-olds, I'll tell you that much. I mean, you know, maybe they were on the high end about turn 13. Danny Almonte. But uh, but they, they, these guys they they took a couple of beatings over the weekend to this team, so uh, uh, that's that ended up being the team that won the tournament that they were in. But uh, they played all right. They won uh, one game. They lost two. They uh, you know, they played good defensively mostly. But uh, the first uh, they won the first game and then they they got beat up by a by a really good team twice. <laughs> well, that's good though. That builds character. You got to take a whooping sometimes. You and see then today was just back to regular practice for for the for the regular team. Excellent. Pickle Rick says thanks for kicking all our butts in fantasy NASCAR Geo. I don't know if you saw, but you had a good score. You didn't win the week, but you were in the top. Uh, no, Gray five. told me this morning. The Gray told me he did. He 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 signed in. He joined in yesterday also. 
after uh, we had a, a, a su- early Sunday morning, nine o'clock uh, Sunday ba- breakfast for baseball or baseball for breakfast, actually. <laughs> but uh, we had a game at nine. And so they played there. And then uh, we came home and he asked about he asked if, if we were doing the fantasy. I'm like, yeah, it's the last chance to start it even with everybody. And so he signed in. He did good. He, he he played well. He still he finished ended up finishing like eleventh or tenth or something. He was he was uh, yeah. He was top ten also. I did see that he was top ten also. But yes. uh, anyway, I will sign back on. I know you guys are probably still be on a little bit, but I, I gotta go uh, do some great daddy duties. I'll be yeah. Back. Go, go go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Maybe we'll do sports collision when you come back. There goes Giovanni in Miami. Everybody, Dragster Jeff is out there. He says we load in for the sixty fifth. Bakersfield March meet on Tuesday, three one in eight days. Anyone notice uh, Joey's new hairline? <laughs> that wasn't a hairline. That was more about? like, <laughs> my goodness, you you missed the Joey. Oh, I did. Uh, I was worried it, he was talking about me. I was no. right away. Like what? Something's wrong with my hair. Oh my gosh, that's all my only asset. My hair. <laughs> Something wrong with it. I'll be fired immediately. Uh, we're talking about Joey Logano. Yeah, Joey Logano. Yeah. Um, I, I don't I don't know what they convinced him to do, but oh boy. I I'm looking at that going, that is not his hair. <laughs> like it was different, yeah. <laughs> there's something off. Yeah, I think, I think he's got so. a wig. Yeah, and not a good one either. I mean for <laughs> nobody wears a hair <laughs> club <anymore>. man. <laughs> they don't. Let's I, put it this way. It looked like they transferred it from one position to another. <laughs> Well, what sealed the deal was when I saw him after the race and I saw kind of the whoosh to the side. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, they, they got the blues they, not holding. It's just not, it It just didn't quite blend in right. It didn't, I'm, I'm like, buddy. Okay. So I make, first thing I typed lots into Google, of money. first thing I typed into Google was Joey Logano rug. But that doesn't work because they sell a lot of rugs, yeah. uh, NASCAR rugs. So then I type Joey Logano hair, and here's the, 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 the things that come up, the top three things. Joey Logano hair club, Joey Logano haircut, Joey Logano hairpiece. So I'm going to go with hair club, and we'll see. Joey Logano hair club, Joey loses hair, uh, hair loss in the dust. Okay. Okay, here it is. Joey Logano shocks NASCAR fans with a brand new head of hair. Here yeah. We go. Yeah. This is from outsider.com uh, sports. Oh, oh, I, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you guys are mean. It's not terrible. He's got yes, some- it is. It's terrible. <laughs> well, he had helmet hair when he got finished. This this was uh, reported earlier today by Jonathan Howard. Sure, Joey Logano finished second of the Daytona 500, but that's not why people are talking. It's all about his new head of hair. There isn't a NASCAR fan out there that doesn't remember Logano's thinning hairline, but that's a thing of the past. For years now, Joey Logano has worn a hat at all times, unless it's a formal occasion. He's going to have uh, a Penske uh, hat or Pennzoil, something. But ever since he won the 2022 Cup Series Championship, He's changed. Working with Hair Club, who sponsors Frankie uh, Muniz in the Arca series, Logano has his hair back now. The video after the race really shows his full head of hair. Oh, man. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's, that's... it's not blended in real well. <laughs> I think he needs to renegotiate his deal. 
Well, he, he legitimately he, looks like he's baby Joey again he, he, with his hairline from last season. He was starting to look like middle-aged dad, ready to call it quits at any moment. However, it looks like he's back in action. Fans were blown away. You got to give him a break. He was wearing a helmet for 500 miles, and he probably didn't have a brush in his car when he, right. when he got stopped. Good you know? job, Bobby. That's right. <laughs> he just got out of the car. Like, this is, he's got helmet hair club. Uh, okay. I kind of spied it up on the pre-race. I live (laughs) Here's some fan reaction. (laughs) Jennifer says, clearly Joey Logano's hair has made the single greatest comeback of all time. (laughs) NASCAR has not certified his new hair as a piece of safety equipment, but if they keep it up, the hair of his head is a bit of a helmet shape for some. Fans are going to crack jokes no matter what. All right, but uh, clearly uh, Joey's hair has made another comeback. All right, you got basically posted the same thing. Thank you for pointing that out, though. Um, interesting. Joey. Thank you, Dragster Jeff. I had it on my list, and I'm like, let me see if anybody else brings it up. I didn't see. You got to bring that up. You go, Dragster Jeff. Excellent job. Yeah, see, this uh, I was is doing some text yesterday, like, and, you know. Joey, that's not piece, huh? Interesting. Like, I don't well, quite ever remember well, his hair. Remember so when- poofy. But it happens from time to time. Like, remember yeah. when Kurt Busch got his ears pinned back? Mm-hmm. That yeah. was a thing. But Kurt Busch used to have ears that were out, and he got them pinned back, which I thought it looked kind of weird because they were so far back, right? Like, you know, there's the right amount of back, and then there's too much back, and you almost can't see his ears. Anytime there's a dramatic change, um, the late, great Dan Weldon, you may recall, Dan Weldon got his teeth done. And he's a celebrity and you're used to seeing him. And I thought that Dan, you know, he had his normal British teeth. It was no big deal, but he didn't like them. It was something that bugged him. And everybody's allowed to change whatever they want to change on themselves. So Dan Weldon got his new teeth. And I remember the first time I saw Dan with the new teeth. And I was like, oh, my gosh, because they were, you know, giant like the mask. And I was, uh, (laughs) I know it was tough to get used to. You know, it makes sense. Like you're paying for teeth. You might as well get the biggest, best ones. Get me the biggest ones. <laughs> and we know the ladies, the ladies go through something similar sometimes uh, when they get something enhancements, you know, they like you're, yeah. you're going to buy something. You got to go big. And right. uh, and that's what I think Dan did with his teeth. And um, man, I, I miss that guy, by the way. He was a great uh, he was a great guy. Like we Dan Weldon getting older and being around racing would have been really fun because he was a good guy and very, very talented. Um, just another one of those situations. Look at all the Patreons we got, guys. We got a whole bunch of them down there. We got Britt is down there now. Monica and Matt and Zapped Wild and Dragster Jeff, as we know already, and Pickle Rick, who was Pickle Rick did all of Sick Week and the duels at Daytona. And he's getting ready to go to World Series of Pro Mod and a bunch of stuff, which is yeah. Wow. Who it is, Matt in Australia now joining us. What's up, Zapped Wild? WFO Joe, Sue, and Bobby saying what's up. And here's Matt in Australia checking in. What's up, Matt? Good day, guys. Good day. How are G'day. you? Hi. I got really I got really bad. Uh, good, mate. Good. I got really bad internet here, so I don't know how long I'll last. Okay. Hi. Right. Oh, you got any, do you have a Did big you point that? that you want to share? <laughs> like a big point that you just want to drop in while it's working? Up. Getting ready missed, for no prep. Missed opportunity. 
Ah, oh. he's frozen. That's it. He froze up. That's it. He had ah. guys. just kicking back down there. But it was good. It was good checking out Matt in Australia. The down under, man. The down under the upside down. Exactly. Here's Dragster Jeff getting ready to load up. What's up, Dragster there Jeff? There he is. He's on mute. You're on mute. There it is. Race car stuff every day. Race car stuff, race car stuff. I got four to get ready to take. And um, we got all our entries. And it looks like we're going to get two feet of snow this weekend. I saw that. You guys are going to get <laughs> snow. Like, what's going on? Yeah. What the heck? Well, it's a week ahead of time. So it's going to be cool, cool. Fast, fast car weather when the March meet gets here the first weekend in March. So. Well, excellent. That's very exciting. Yeah. Well, everybody's getting ready to go racing. Sue, we're going to talk about that here in a few minutes. Sue's going to get ready to go racing. Everybody's getting ready to go racing. Everybody's getting their stuff ready, which is uh, very, very exciting to get out there and get this season underway. Gator Nationals, of course, to me, that's the official start point. But got the World Series of Pro Mod, the Baby Gators. We've already got Division Two is underway, um, but. It's very exciting. I think uh, Arizona has got a couple races. Is it this weekend or is it next week? Do they have the double? Is it double this weekend in Arizona? I think it's a double divisional this coming weekend. Yeah. We've got a Lucas All uh, down here this coming weekend. Bell Rose? Yep. No, yep. Yep. Bell Rose. Yep. I'm going to yep. try to make that one. There's going to be a lot of uh, comp racers out there. Um, yeah. So it's that's it. If you didn't get I think it Jackie done, Frick's supposed to be out there. If you didn't get oh. it done, it's not going to get done now. You got to wait till 2024 off season for you to get your little project done. And that's very stressful to me because I didn't get anything done. I haven't gotten anything done. I guess I wow. did. You did. Come you on. My engine. my engine went to Kansas. That's a tremendous victory. Made some noise. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Got some prelim numbers. Yep. Yeah. No, yeah. They, like it was a, there was a lot uh, going on. Notice for the show went out late. Question mark says Monica. Not really. I just uh it depends, Monica. I, I I get the notices all during the show on different things. My email <laughs> comes in at a different time than my phone, and, and they all come in on different times. That's weird. Well, it is what it is. Welcome, Monica. Pickle Rick also says the lights out at South Georgia Motorsports Park will yep. be this week as well. It's happening. Georgia, Florida. Busy weekend. Definitely. Definitely. Well, Dragster Jeff, you're going out there to race, which is going to be cool. I hope you don't get the uh, the snow, but it'll be cool. Megan says I haven't been getting Patreon notifications the last two weeks, despite having notifications on. So I check when the posts go up, and the answer is I have no idea why. I post them and they go out, and a lot of people see them, and a lot of people get them, and people are on there commenting, but not everybody. And hmm. I have no idea why. I will complain. I will send a letter. I will send a letter of complaint. So this past week, I went to Kansas and uh, went to Gary Stinnett's shop, Stinnett Automotive, with uh, to visit. And the day before I got there, or I was going to go, he let me know that the engine would be on the dyno, and we were going to do some dyno tests, which was really, uh, really cool. We we're going to do some baseline dyno testing to find out where the engine would be. Uh, we're talking about Project Pontiac here, which we're going to take this thing from a bracket engine. We're going to put it back together. We're going to put some total seal rings in it. We're going to figure out what kind of power we can make. And we're going to put this thing in the car and try to run Super Street with it at an NHRA divisional. That's the project to show the world that it's easy and affordable and you can go NHRA racing um, with 
without killing yourself uh, financially and work-wise. And so we did a couple of dyno pulls, did four of them. It made 604 horsepower. I'll play the video tomorrow. We did kick some gaskets out, though, because it was a tremendous amount of blow-by, and that ended our dyno tests. But that's the whole point of it, right? To find out where it is. And mm -hmm. now I'm going to tear it apart and begin the build back project. So it was really cool. Got to tell you, for those that don't know Gary Stinnett, very interesting character. Go listen to the Hidden Horsepower episode with Gary, and you'll be uh, you'll be impressed. The guy's a four-time Supercomp World Champion, but you know, stock, super stock, runs everything, has great success, and the kind of person that every time they're talking, you know that you should be trying to memorize everything they're saying, like everything, except that's not possible. And so I just uh, sat there and listened and interacted and learned. In the four hours I was there, I learned so much. I learned so much. Uh, it was great. And uh, then headed out of there to the Division Five Awards Banquet uh, in Kansas City. Bob Blackwell was inducted into the Division Five Hall of Fame. Big tech guy for many, many years. Blackwell, great guy. Uh, Rob Park, no longer the division director. Nick Duty, the new division director. He is uh, Rob Park transitioning into a new job with the NHRA. Like he was retired for 10 minutes. And then it's like, no, you're not. You're in a new position, which is helping out all the division directors. We got all new division directors in the NHRA for the most part, like relatively new. And so Rob Park is going to use his like 40 years of drag racing experience to be helpful to those guys and girls. And um, I just had a great night. I had a great night hanging out with the racers of Division 5. Matt Cummings, who's the Central Region Champion, he's from South Florida. He went out there, and Randy Meyer and Megan Meyer were there. And just, uh, you know, Wyatt Wagner and his dad were there. And, and just uh, a bunch of racers. And it was very, very challenging to know who everybody was away from their race cars. Like, that was, like, brutal. Like, who are you? Hey, I know you kind of maybe... What's your car? Oh, this. Oh, yeah, I know you. And so it was uh, It was a great time. A great time was had by all. I think it was a great success. And we got it. We got the D5 Awards Banquet in the books. And uh, now we're moving on. Like, that was probably the final award ceremony that has happened for 2022. Now that uh, Southeastern Division is long done. And, and that is it. So we'll see. Megan says, I updated the app and still not sure I'm running on an iPhone 8. Could be that. Maybe. Could be. <laughs> yeah. Zapped Wild says, I just renewed my NHRA TV for $201. Still the best deal ever. Yeah, it is more expensive. I was hearing some people, uh, you know, not complain, but notice that it is more expensive. But I haven't checked it out yet. I was told that the new system seems much better has anyone used nhra tv just a little bit monica says or megan says the nhra tv update is impressive and monica says the nhra.tv is worth every penny i don't know if she's used it from what i was told i i asked someone like okay what's the difference supposedly navigation is easier like you want to go back an hour right everybody remembers if you wanted to go back an hour on the old one you know, you might go back an hour or it might get jammed or it might have a problem. And now they say you can zoom all around, navigating all over the place. Very easy. And that things happen quicker. Like it's a their, their graphics look better that I've seen so far, too. It I heard like that they one had better, better cameras or. 
Well, I don't know if we're going to have better cameras. We're going to have the same cameras that we always have. When the well, when the Camping World Series comes up, we'll have the Fox cameras. But when it's 8 a.m. and Stock Eliminator is out there, we'll have the the three static cams that they put in position. Um, but generally... It, yeah, but it looked like the resolution was better, is what I'm saying. It just looked oh. clearer on the whole thing. And well, it might have been the app itself was able to transfer the, the picture that was coming in better. Get this. Zapped Wild says it's actually frigging amazing in caps. <laughs> this guy hit the shift button. That's how excited he is, or caps lock perhaps. But that's pretty great. Megan says the app before needed an update desperately. I wasn't able to stream on mobile for almost the whole countdown last season. Well, remember we had that problem whenever, when the iPhone uh, updated to a new iOS, I don't know if Megan had that problem. Caleb says, I heard there was a discount code on Bobby Fazio's show, but don't know if there's any truth to that. There was, that was sent out to, uh, there was an email blast sent out to NHRA members. I do know that. I did see that. So that's right. 25% off. Yes. For NHRA members. I don't know if it's a discount code, but it's NHRA well, members. Well, I know it was for NHRA members it was sent out. So, yeah. Yep. Let me see. I'm an NHRA member. Let me look. You should You should have got it. Yeah. <laughs> so. it, really? But doesn't that just tell you, though? <laughs> a, 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 exactly. Yeah, Joe's paying attention. There we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do I need to pay attention to that? No. Because I'm going to be live in person <laughs> catching all the action. I, I get an HRA TV. Announcing it. I get an HRA TV. <laughs> Okay. I'll tell you what, NHRA TV is on nonstop once uh, the season starts. Welcome to the all new NHRA.TV. All right. Download the new NHRA existing NHRA TV subscribers can log in here. That doesn't mention anything about a promo code. But if you're a member, see, for me, if you're not a member, you should become a member and just get the platinum membership or whatever equivalent there is to that because then you get the NHRA national dragster and you get the insurance and you get all the discounts and all the stuff associated with it for one price. You know, is it a low price? You're getting a lot of stuff, but also spending $200, you know, that's considerable for an entire season of NHRA drag racing, man, I think it's worth it. And I did the math. It was like $2 and 36 cents a day. If you just include the Camping World Series. And, and there, was, there was a second email, Joe. So that went out to NHRA members. Oh, that said, okay. NHRA yeah. member discount. <laughs> so. I did not get that. Oh, wow. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so it's 25% discount, though. So check it out. Check your spam just in case. 25% off is considerable. Yeah. It's a good I deal. Is, yeah, it is a great deal. Yeah, I didn't get it in my email. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn something over now. I'm going to freak it out. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> but yes, go get your discount and go get on board with NHRA.TV. Caleb goes, is it worth being a member, not being a racer? Never looked into it. Sue, what do you think? <laughs> oh, well. uh, you know, I, I whew, see, I'm biased because... You're a uh, racer. I'm a racer. So, um, and uh, I've been a member and a racer. Or I was a member even when I wasn't a racer. So, but you get all the publications. Um, if you go to NHRA events, they give you discount 
coupons and such so that you can get some discounts at the events. Um, you know, I think it depends on how much that you attend NHRA events or interested in NHRA. I mean, um, getting the National Dragster, um, you can get it in print and uh, digital um, besides the discounts at NHRA TV. And, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of other benefits to it. So, um, but like I said, I'm biased. So... <laughs> Right. Well, I'm yeah. like, no. what do you think I am? I, I'm glad you're saying it, not me. I think it's definitely worth it. I've been an NHRA member for many, many years. There's a couple of things that people don't, we don't really talk about, but I think it's pretty important. So first of all, you get a bunch of coupons to races. So if you're going to go to at least three races, you're going to, you're going to save, I think it's like $10 off on a ticket, but that's 30 bucks uh, mm -hmm. coming back. If you're only going to one race, that's 10 bucks you've carved back. Your NHRA National Dragster showing up at your house in a print copy uh, version. It's 12 of those, 12 magazines. you got to figure you're going to be spending at least five bucks per magazine, right? Like if you go to the grocery store and you buy a magazine, it's five bucks. It's drag racing. So there's some more money carved back. Um, you get a, uh, a pin and a decal, member decal. You get some stuff like that, which is cool. You get discounts at the Nitro Mall. So if you're going to ever buy a shirt... Uh, or something in the Nitro Mall, you're going to get some money saved right there. So there's carving more of your membership back. Um, there's a lot of that. You get discounts with some of the partners, right? Like uh, I'm just going to throw Summit out there as an example. You get 25% off NHRA TV. So like right there, that's a savings. So I would say yes, Caleb. I believe to support an organization. Like if you like NHRA drag racing and you want to be a supporter, you, you be a member, you're a member of the organization that you like. You don't have to do it to be a fan, but if you like what you're doing, you become a member kind of like Matt in Australia says, become a WFO Patreon. And he says to become a Patreon first. First. He has to make it. <laughs> Listen, he's right. Okay. Let's just say it. The guy's right. Right, because you know, like we need it more than they do. But yeah, yeah. and not go ahead, Bobby. <laughs> and not being a racer, when when you go uh, to the track, I know at Dallas they usually had a place set up for NHRA members. You had shade to go get in. You had water. You had drinks that they were there that you didn't get charged for. And believe me, what they charge for drinks at an outing. If you drink enough, you've saved your money right there. Zapped Wild says that, Caleb, yes, it is. I don't personally drag race, but I get to follow. Uh, I get all the follow-ups and the notifications 100%. Uh, the, the last thing that I think is is, is considerable is um, there is an insurance benefit that you get by being an NHRA member. And let's say you were at the track and, uh, you know, someone in the pits, you know, ran into you there would be additional medical coverage and insurance by being an NHRA member. You know, accidents happen and that's nice to have. That's nice to have. You're part of a group, but everybody's got to decide that kind of stuff for himself. Caleb says going to three races this year, but already paid LOL, not LOL. Like whatever, Caleb guy like you, you're good. Caleb's going to three races, guys. Caleb's going to three races. That's awesome. Caleb's baller. All our material. All right, Matt, your your internet access is looking pretty good. We're starting to wind down now. Give us the Australia report. One hour, 13 minutes, you're winding down already. Jeez. Yeah, it seems to stabilize. I'm out. Uh, I'm in Tamworth, which uh, is 
the country music capital of Australia and very rural uh, agricultural area of Down Under. I saw so the guitar. I'm a little bit away. Yeah, a little bit away from home. One of the bigs. I told you I'd send you a big. You didn't believe me, I'm sure. But So, yeah, that's the big golden guitar, which is uh, modelled off the Golden Guitar Award, which the uh, Country Music uh, Artist of the Year receives every January. But anyway, enough about that. Drag racing. You said what was my one big thing, Joe? I can't believe the lack of coverage in the US uh, drag racing media, the Matt Smith announcement on... WFO got with his uh, factory Suzuki. I, I agree. Cycle Drag, Jack from Cycle Drag, who covers, you know, Pro Stock Motorcycle better than anybody, he put it out there and credited mm. us. He gave us the credit. Um, but, and he's pretty much the, the big uh, Pro Stock Motorcycle, motorcycle drag racing guy. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Matt in Australia, mm. that was big breaking news, save for WFO. And we put it out there separate. Why is that not on NHRA.com? Why is that not on competitionplus.com? Why is that not on dragillustrated.com? Why aren't people breaking this big news like on WFO radio? Because that's the point of having a show. And you kind of are obligated to report it that way. Matt Smith told that he is now a Suzuki factory rider. Unless maybe they don't believe him. I don't know. He's making it up. What do they want to see? They want to see a press release from Suzuki. I don't know. I agree with you, Matt. You know what it is? That being said. There's only one WFO. Thank you. You're right. That being said, no, right. Maybe that that's, being it. Said. They're, that's it. That's it. You know, like uh, big things have been happening on WFO. You know, we got Tony Stewart tomorrow, Erica Enders with that tremendous interview and Don Garlitz with that tremendous interview. Like we're having a great start to the season. It's been incredible. What's going on. We're doing the international drag racing hall of fame. We're doing our show live from uh, Wednesday at the Gator nationals. We're going to be at Bernie's. We're going to be all over the freaking place. And so, uh, in, all in all seriousness, Joe, you've uh, knocked it out of the park the last few interviews. Like, Big Daddy, that guy's just an inspiration. He is, at 91 years old, just sharp and uh, and is all over it. Like, the details that he come up with about everyone that's going to be uh, at the awards and then picking out random events that he went to back in the 50s and 60s and explaining them to you that was great and and erica's interview that was just top shelf and i really uh personally i really like the insight into the costs of uh pro stock um prior to the kb elite uh hundred thousand a race change yeah 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 like the, grand the race. cost price like, yeah hmm, hundred grand hmm. what could i do with that could do a hmm. lot but that was great insight from Erica and, uh, yeah, some great shows, Joe, as they always are. But the last few have, uh, yeah, dropped some bombs. That's they've been great. We're trying. And and thank you for pointing oh. out the thing with Matt. Matt saved that news to debut on WFO, and I know a lot of people heard it. And the thing that's great about the show is the most important people heard it. But I would have liked for that to get picked up. And uh, and kicked out there a little bit more, and I am a little confused as to why it didn't, but that's okay. It's it's just crazy, mate. It really is. I don't I don't get it. I really don't. But there's been a few other things that a few of those uh, mentioned uh, didn't announce or pay respect to, and I, I don't understand. But that's that's for them to work out, I guess, not for us. Exactly. Well, so that uh, are listening already. While the internet's stable here, uh, the past weekend Sydney Dragway, we had our uh, 
our radial series. And uh, the winner, which was uh, Jared Wood, uh, set the new Australian uh, record for radial racing, 3.62 at 209 mile an hour. And we've had some crazy, crazy weather here in Sydney. Uh, it was around the 100 mark all day Saturday. Uh, I believe I was, I was told track temperature was 140. Um, it was, yeah, melting temperatures here in Sydney. Yes. Uh, then in the afternoon, we had the thunderstorm from hell. So uh, a, a, a decent size event. Yet again, Sydney Dragway and the Kenda series that runs it uh, streamed it live and free on, uh, on YT. And uh, yeah, it was a good event. Uh, other things that have been happening down under, uh, all the, uh, as Lyle Barnett calls them, the Sesame Street Outlaws, uh, <laughs> they're all here and uh, getting used to the local customs, let's just say. Okay. Um, <laughs> Justin Swanstrom's posted that uh, Kai Kelly's uh, crew got beaten up last night in a bar. I don't think that actually happened, but just all the normal... Uh, Banter has started from uh, from all the guys on that show. Yeah, well, so that be could happen. Times. I mean, that could happen. I don't know how much you guys are seeing over there of what's been said. I'm seeing, I'm seeing zero. Jesse Adams uh, from Perth, I guess the the big C train stacked out, looked like in the pit area, and then the cars unloaded later <laughs> in the afternoon. Haven't heard any stories yet. So here's the deal. I, like I've learned when I was younger is that it's usually a bad idea to go to someone else's house or turf and trash talk them too bad because they don't like it and they've got some local knowledge and you've got none and things can turn out badly. So if, if what, you know, some of those things are stories, if you described that that were to be happening, if like some fans didn't really know that it's all a joke or it's for the show, it's just for the show guys. And they got into a little bit of a, 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 a ruckus um, that would make sense. Yeah. I think uh, Swanstrom was just stirring it up and coming but up with some good, stories good for him, by the way, that's kind <laughs> of, Oh funny. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy. The guy's got, 75,000 followers on YouTube. Like, go figure. Yeah. No, well, he's, um, he's a racer. He's, he's putting out good content. And by the way, I've been in the same spot as him. Uh, I saw him and Clay Milliken having a fun conversation that was not being recorded at PRI last year. And they were talking about racing against each other. And, you know, the guy didn't back down at all from Clay, right? He's like, no, we could, but it was in, it was in good nature fun. Like, oh, yeah. If you give me the jump, I think I could get there. And uh, Clay's like, I don't think you can. And it was. It was... <laughs> Mate, I, I honestly don't think the guys down here have got too much to worry about. Uh, Aussies are pretty uh, laid back and I, we pretty much know it's all a show. So I well, think good. they'll have good times. A uh, few of them are scared of drop bears, the snakes, the crocodiles, <laughs> the spiders <laughs> and the great white sharks we've got down here. A few of the crew guys have been been commenting uh they're worried about it all but uh they'll be fine as long as they don't go in the water there it is don't, don't go in the water, <laughs> the water. get the land shark right candygram 
We'll get so, uh, only, only other thing, Joe, all the uh, latest model off-drag racing, but on the supercars, the, all the latest model Gen 3 supercars are testing this uh, Wednesday in Sydney at Sydney Motorsport Park, which is right next door to the drag strip. Uh, unfortunately, I'm 500 kilometres away working, but uh, the, all the teams are going there for an official uh, shakedown of the new car before the debut in two weeks' time. Camaros we kick off a, correct correct excellent yeah that's uh that's the australian report brought to you by tourism australia come down <laughs> while it's 70 come down while it's 70 cents in the dollar yeah not if it's 140 degrees uh track temp but whatever the cool uh, time of the year sue and i have already said we're gonna go someday that's yeah, right you'll be right yeah she'll be right you'll be here yeah no it'll be great we're gonna retry. We're gonna like I keep saying. We're gonna do the BMX Bandits uh, set tour, but we're doing it. Oh yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> that's the easy part, Joe. Yeah, no, I that's know. Just, oh, that's just down the road. Yep. We're gonna have some uh, everything but Fosters. All right, way to go, Matt. Giovanni is back, guys. Giovanni, you got Sports Collision ready? Queued up. Sports Collision. Oh, there's no NFL. First week of no NFL since September. How does it feel? finding things to do while there was plenty of racing action to keep us busy for Wednesday, Thursday. And then the NBA all-star stuff happened over the weekend. I have no idea what they were doing. Um, they had kind of like a skills competition, which wasn't very uh, fun. Uh, you know what was okay? Seeing that white boy, Mac Macklerberger, whatever his name is, win the slam dunk contest. Some kid that looked, he looked like he was uh, no taller than I am. But boy, could he jump and boy, could he got hops and he won the slam dunk contest. And that was a little fun, uh, interesting there. But uh, other than that, uh, after the 500 on Sunday night was the all-star game. And man, that's just like, it's not, not even a game. I don't know what, what they could call it. It's just like a glorified slam dunk kind of contest. Not even, they don't play defense. They just get out of the way and let each other slam dunk or take half court shots and who could shoot from three further, further away toward, you know, from furthest from the basket is what they're playing. And I think the final score was like 280, like 260 or something. I, I you know, in that neighborhood, but uh, NBA all-star games, that's what was going on. Pitchers and catches reported. Uh, hopefully soon baseball season will be starting. And uh, there's some, uh, that's what's going on. Not much Excellent. going on now that uh, there is no football. You know, I saw, well, you know what? There was some XFL going on. I didn't even realize. So apparently they waited just for the, for the NFL to end. And I saw uh, a few uh, recognize some names that were former NFL players and uh, some former college guys uh, there that were, uh, you know, that, that that were in the league not too long ago. And so some of them are uh, that, that you would have thought that uh, I thought that they might still be in the league. How about that? But uh, no, they were on the XFL, and unlike that other league that we saw, that there was nobody in the crowd. There was actually some good, a good amount of people in the in the stands at these uh, at this XFL game that I saw. That it was uh, on after the after the five hundred on Sunday night. There was an XFL game. Very good. But uh, yeah, so XFL, NBA, and uh, you know, baseball season coming to you soon. Well, Jill, you heard what Strahan said, right? Come eight well, weeks, the real football league was coming. The Did real you see one. those ads? The no, real football league is coming in eight weeks. 
All right. That's what Strahan said, real football. The yeah. Real football. The real. I guess that's what it's called, real football. <laughs> <laughs> What's the real football league? I, I, don't, I don't know. We weren't sure. Hope. I think it's because he was going to be uh, doing the games. So... Yeah, I think uh, he is going to be doing games, but uh, but yeah, that's what's going on. Uh, you know, we can't get enough of of uh, uh, football, so they're going to play like spring football. <laughs> Excellent. Well, good deal. Zap the Wild says, "Who's all surprised about Johnson's results by the end of the race? What that uh, Jimmy crashed out, or that he was running well, or I don't really know. I felt like." I don't know, I man. Thought he was he doing good till the last. He was doing pretty well. I think he was running pretty good till he got caught up in one of those. Uh, yeah. What, what like the one of the some second or third to last wrecks? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. There was a whole bunch of wrecks there at the end. I don't remember which one was which. <laughs> right. Well, it all blurred together. But I felt like see that's the thing about Jimmy Johnson. I, I thought he did pretty good. Talented. He's incredibly talented, and I think he did very, very well. I wasn't surprised that he had a problem. I thought the he fact that he got in on time on Wednesday was uh, was pretty. Good pretty you know amazing actually you know well they said he didn't even practice he just jumped in the car yeah yeah and, and, that, and, and that's not, that's a new car to him too um that all the the learning about the next gen car or the newest gen car but he's jimmy johnson the guy's a superhero in in a stock car but it's not like he's been sitting around i mean he's been driving indy car yeah, so you know yeah. he, he hasn't been just eating popcorn for the last couple of years so exactly but no, he. I thought he. I thought he did well. Um, you know, I, I. thought it was more interesting hearing about. Uh, you know, the Petty and Jimmy Johnson little bit of strife going on in that organization in the Legacy Motorsports. So, um, you know, that's going to be an in interesting transition. But as uh, Richard Petty said, you know, uh, Jimmy Johnson will take things over in the next five years and. But it sounds like Jimmy and his people came in and are probably making more decisions than what Richard Petty thought he was going to. So I can understand that. That's yeah. all like, you know, what's it, that that uh, show on Showtime Secession or something? Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to get it, but it's not time yet. No, it is time. It is yep. We will see. Monica says she loved watching Pastrana. Pastrana is one talented guy. I agree. All right, let's start with our final thoughts. So we start working our way on out of here. Matt in Australia, I feel like you uh, you gave us your your deal. You're good to go. Yep, I'm all okay, Joe. But uh, I think this will be a good one. Don't tell them what you're going to do. Show them what you've done. Hey, Joe. Yes. Don't tell them what you're going to do. Show them what you've done. I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. Job. I got that off Monday Motivation. Did I say that? You said something like that, and it reminded yeah, me of that really, saying. I, so I don't really recall. <laughs> you're going to tell us. There. You're going to. You're going to tell us something someday soon. I guess. Oh yeah. You're going to announce. You're going to announce something. Yeah. Yeah, something's coming. Yeah, something's, something's coming. You said something's coming. If I make it back. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> back from where? Yeah. If I make it back. Just wait. From, we'll talk next week. We'll talk next week. We'll see how it goes. Follow the social right. WFO Joe, Instagram, okay. Twitter. Pay attention. Facebook pages, and, YouTube shorts. I got to start doing new YouTube shorts now. Gosh, because social media wasn't complex enough already. Now I got to do YouTube shorts. 
I finally fig figured out reels. Good. Just in time. Now you got to post shorts to YouTube. What? Oh, man. And I got to thank Steve uh, Brenwald. He's been pulling these little clips. You starting to see little clips on the uh, on the socials of our Erica and Garlitz and Matt Smith, some little clips. Uh, and, and that's something that I, I wish I had been doing for this whole time that we're on the air. But it's okay. We haven't done it. But little clips with the link to the full show is really a great way to introduce the show to people um, who aren't listening. But it takes a lot of it's labor intensive. You got to listen to the show. You got to go get the clip. You got to post a clip. So apparently on YouTube, on our videos, any regular listener can make their own clip of something. All of you can do that. So if you see something fun or interesting or Giovanni in Miami say something funny, like you can make a clip of it. He's not on the YouTube, typical YouTube shows, but you can make a clip of it and put it out some other way. Do I know how to do that? Not really. Troy says shorts get more views for some reason. Yeah, because they're pushing shorts right now. It's the golden era of shorts right now. Like we should be doing shorts because that's how they're trying to grow shorts. Shorts is to compete with TikTok. Shorts is to compete with Reels. And so YouTube is trying to get in on that with these little short 60 second videos. They can't be longer than that. So God, who likes I made one. Anyway? I made one with <laughs> the dino test. I went and made one with the dino test and it's going pretty good. Which hopefully you follow WFO radio on Instagram. But, you know, it is a great challenge. But yes, Matt in Australia, I will not be around on Wednesday. There will be no show on Wednesday mm -hmm. and Thursday because I'm going to do something, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And if it all works out then I will reveal how it all went. And if it doesn't work yeah. out, then I'm just going to keep it a secret, a deep, dark secret inside, bury it down deep and not tell anybody. You could, you could tell all us offline, but you just can't tell everyone. I'm not going to tell anybody. I want this thing to go well. <laughs> I want it to go well. And okay. if it goes well, I think it's going to be very interesting. I think people are really going to enjoy it. And if it doesn't just make go sure, well. Make sure you use a reputable doctor, Joe. Yes. Oh, definitely. I'm going to get a whole education on the whole <laughs> deal. Zapped Wild says, thank you so much for your Monday mode, mode, WFO Joe and crew. I'm out. Way to go, Zapped Wild. Thank you for joining Patreon. I think it's the first show that he's been participating with. Kenley Racing, YouTube has 20 like a subscribers. Zach Wild reference to the guitars? Do you know? Do you say I that? guess. I don't know. I know his name is not Zapped Wild. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't you know, say. Well, you never know these days. Name was that? Name's like Reggie. Kenley, YouTube has 20 subscribers, but one short got 2,000 views in 24 hours. Yeah, see, now I got to be posting shorts, baby. I got to be posting shorts. I normally I'm taking no shorts, and now I'm got to be posting shorts. Good, good note there, Troy. Got to keep up with Troy. Got to keep up with Troy, <laughs> right? Well, Steve, Steve Brunwald started doing some of those clips, and it's uh, it's pretty good. All right, thank you, Matt, for your final Just, thought. What? Yes. One final thought, Joe. I think we yes. should have a Patreon lottery. No pressure, Gary Stennett. What's the horse going to be at a Project Pontiac once she's finished? Oh, that's interesting. All right, well, we'll put some more effort into that. But see, it's not fair right now because it's totally up in the air. I mean, that kind of makes it fun. But what are we going to do? Are we going to do cylinder heads? Are we going to do camshaft? Are we going to do what are we going to do? Right? Are we going to just put it back together as it is? No, you are not going to put it back together the way no. it is. No. Not after all that effort. <laughs> it really It'll cost like you a little nice. to yeah. put it back. It'll cost you just a little more to make it better. You always go for the more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
So you guys have a vacuum pump on your engine? Yes. yes. <laughs> that got uh, <laughs> that 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 actually got added new this year for I heard the, it's worth uh, twenty for my car. Yeah, I heard it's worth twenty. Vacuum pumps yeah. worth twenty horsepower. Director <laughs> well, Jeff, you guys got a vacuum pump on your stuff? We got a vacuum pump on Chris's car, and uh, on the dyno, it was worth twenty, like you said. That's what I yeah. See, how do you not do that? <laughs> you know what I mean? How do you not do that? Cast iron cylinder heads. The domestic dispute has a vacuum pump, says Troy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a negative way, Troy. I, I mean that like everybody's got one. So I got to get one. That's it. So we got to get a vacuum pump, right? I mean, Cast if even head. Troy's got one, how can you not have one? I, yeah. Really? I put one Come on, on. dually. <laughs> I mean, this guy just started racing last, last week. He's only had a cup of coffee. You guys want to watch That's uh, a smart pump, Bobby? Yeah. Well, no, no one small pump is for the trailer brakes. <laughs> ah, there you go. All right. So while I was there with Gary Stinnett, I did a, a video or two. And uh, let's watch it. Right? And one might end up being a commercial for Foggett. But we're going to watch it anyway. Check it out if you've never seen Gary Stinnett in his. Hello, everybody. We are at Gary Stinnett Racing Engines. Sure, I know. Gary just you surprised me. Yeah. I thought it was going to be all on park, and instead it's on the dyno and ready to go. This was amazing. Yeah, it was fun. We just put it back together. You'd start the part, so we put it back together. I needed to get a baseline to see what it made before and after, and so it was it was good. What is your impression of the Pontiac? You know, I, he made fun of me because of the sewing, uh, sewing machine motor yeah. that we use as a water pump. Check this out, right? That's how they used to do it, Gary. That's old like school. old school, right? But other than that, what was your impression? It's good. I don't, I don't mind a Pontiac. Right? It's, it's, it's better than a Buick. <laughs> oh, Jason lines out there and he's mad right now but um we just fogged the thing we used some fog it in the engine and why is that important i've been saying that it's important because you spend so much money on the inside of your engine why why not protect it but i want you to go a little deeper well the cylinder walls will start rusting that way i mean with the dry fuels that we have and the humidity we everybody has almost everywhere in the country they'll just rust overnight literally in fact this one when you had pulled the heads off and uh, it already had rust on the cylinder walls. As we found out today, when we dynoed it, it had excessive blow-by. And it parked it and didn't treat the cylinder walls, or at least not with fog it. And so now it's gotta be, you know, bored and honed and rained and, and all that because the cylinder walls had rust. Well, you can bet the next time I am going to fog it down with a little fog it. Gary, this has been awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Go to fogit.com to find out more information. There it is, Gary Stinnett from the shop. How about that? And uh, we had a, a, a fun time. It was good stuff. It was good stuff. And we dyno the engine. And I'll play that tomorrow when uh, we have the show, right after Tony Stewart, which will be on 2.15. We start the show. Stewart comes on at 2.30. But there you go. That was us at the deal. And we will do a little pool amongst the Patreons to guess it. Uh, just so you know, Zap Wild says, ha, it's his roller derby name, Geo, and also a play on the words of his favorite guitar god. There you go. There you go. I was right. There you go. <laughs> you were. <laughs> no. All right, Dragster Jeff, final thought. Well, I've got a couple. Cancer sucks. Yeah. Uh, my brother's being treated, and uh, it's no good. 
he's going through some treatment. It's really driving him down, but <clears throat> we're all we're all praying for him, and I think he's going to get through it okay. I hope so. Uh, we need everybody to be nice to one another and just just uh, remember one round at a time, right, Joe? One round at a time. I did see something on uh, Facebooks the other day uh, that Nitro Revival Steve Gibbs. And Cindy, his daughter, did a deal with TV Tommy Ivo. It was like the best hour and a half interview I've ever. I mean, it was fun. Go check it out. It's got over 5,000 views on the Facebooks. If you got a minute or an hour and a half, go check it out. It was really cool. And he's going to do, I think, next Wednesday, they're going to do Ed Iskandarian live. So if you can't catch it wow. live, it'll be fun. Yeah, that guy's a national treasure. Absolutely is. Isky. You know, I got an autographed Isky 102nd birthday sign. You know that? Wow. How'd you get one of those in Florida? Oh, man. I don't know. I got an autograph there. <laughs> For those that don't know, Dragster Jeff sent it. It's amazing. It's going to go up here in the studio, by the way, uh, very soon. I just got to get it all done. Great job. Thank you for that, Dragster Jeff. Hey, you're welcome. Thanks. Well, we're loading in for the March meet, so I think that's uh, Competition Plus TV is going to air some of that and have some stories going on, so... We've got four entries, so man, we got a chance to win like three different three different classes. So, we'll see what happens. Take a lot of pictures and put them up in our WFO uh, group or on the page, please. Like we'd love to follow you through that. Way to go, Dragster Jeff! Thank you very much, Bobby Graham. What about you, buddy? What do you got? Well, I kind of had a little thought this week, and it started off by trying to write a few notes. It was being unable to change and adapt. Okay, like in my case, I used to have a beef and dairy farm here, but that changed. Now it's a scrap iron farm, and I had to adapt. It's more work to take care of the scrap iron than it is the dairy and the beef cows. New cars, people, you need to get the electric car. You need to change to that, but you need to adapt. You need to pull a horse trailer behind it or a trailer with a bike or something to take you when it quits running on you on the side of the road because you're going to have to get somewhere and it's not going to take you forever. So it's going to leave you stranded. Health. Just come in, talk to a guy today. You need to clean up your lifestyles, people, okay, and your diet. Or you're going to have to adapt to bad health because you're not getting, you're not going to get any better. But if you change, you at least you'll save yourself and you won't have to adapt to getting so old because you're not 30 anymore. Okay. All right. And they need to be changed and, and stop being so hard headed and thinking that you know better than everybody else because you need to adapt and you start listening to other people. And, and make more friends that deal with the same things you do. Because when you stop and you start talking to them and you get their opinions, you'll learn much and you'll have more friends that are involved and you won't have to be sitting by yourself one day and nobody to talk to but yourself. And that's my words of wisdom for today, this week. I love that. I love that, Bobby Graham. And all they're all true and a lot of them are touching, uh, you know, like I'm thinking about them myself obviously health and, and fitness and wellness and, and all of that stuff. And I will say the internet is acting a little weird here right at the end. I think uh, Matt in Australia has infected our system with his poor internet, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. 
<laughs> I heard. I saw that, Matt. I saw you, Matt. Matt called me. Number is it one. is it working okay now? It's working. You should turn it up. I I'm, can't I'm, hear you. Turn I'm, it I'm, up. I haven't fr I haven't frozen, have I? No, you're good. You're good. I see what you're doing there. Oh man, Sue Morris, you're getting ready to go racing. What do you got? Final thought. Oh, we are getting ready to go racing. So excited. Um, yeah, I mean, baby gators are, uh, we'll be leaving next week. Um, you know, Jags for Jeff, you're going to be at the March meet and we're going to be hitting the baby gators and then into the gators. So, uh, super excited about that. Um, all goes well. We will be, I'll be jumping in the super street car to do a test and tune on Wednesday. And then, uh, running the car and the baby gators and of course they will be running the uh, roadster and super gas and the dragster and super comp so uh it's gonna be a big time down in uh down in gainesville so can't wait and uh of course uh gonna get a little golf in while we're there we're gonna go to the uh draw tournament um that's uh on on wednesday uh that's right before the gators so um and if interested hey it's not that far from the track and uh, go check a great cause they are always out there helping our fast friends who have been injured so um drag racing association of women so uh so if you have a moment and you want to want to bring your clubs along and you're headed to the to the gators anyway sign up and uh go hit hit a little white ball around and uh, a lot of door prizes a lot of fun so i you know doing uh it's like christmas again uh going over the list checking everything twice and uh making sure we got everything ready uh trailer got new tires uh so we checked the hubs things are looking good there and getting ready to load the race cars and off the road we go yeehaw can't wait so that's great um, that's great so yeah, so it, it's uh, it's exciting times and uh, excited for our friends who are going to be racing this weekend. Um, you know, it, it's going to be it's great to see things kicking off all over the place. So NASCAR had their debut. Here comes NHRA. You know, with a head of steam. Hang on, just uh, check your different venues. I agree. A lot going on. I agree. Pickle Rick says Gainesville has paper straws. Bring your own. Megan says. <laughs> Paper There's no paper straws. I anywhere hate paper straws. They're a waste. <laughs> That's what she straws. says. That's how you got to bring your own. That's how you bring your own. You got to bring your own plastic straws. Megan says, already having FOMO not going to the Gators again this year. <gasps> Megan, I thought you were going. What yeah. happened? It's not what too happened? late. Change the plans. Come on. Plans like live. Change the plans. Did you hear Bobby Graham a second ago? Didn't he say, That's like, right. you have to live in the moment and you got to just sometimes just do it? Yeah, and, and that's what I said. Similar things to that. <laughs> Megan, it's not too late. I hope to get more races later this year. She says she's got a plan working. Let's not lean on her. Your girl is broke, is what <laughs> Megan. Oh, now we get out to the real reason. And the truth, yeah. we bring it out of her. We bring out the guilt. The guilt brings the girl it out. Is broke. <laughs> I can relate to that. <laughs> we are with you, Megan. We're missing out too, says Monica. Thanks, Jeff. Oh, boy. Great job, Sue. And Giovanni, you weren't here at the start. We talked Daytona 500. If you had a thought, you could throw it in there now. But the internet is acting a little sketch right now. So I'm, I'm like, you know, feeling a little uneasy. I'm my kiss. No, it's don't forget Friday, Friday, Friday. Try to survive the new season. Do whatever you need to do to stay up and watch all 10 hours back to 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 back to
<laughs> ten hours. Well, we My internet, it. that would be three months. Yeah. <laughs> we can do it. Ten hours. Drive to survive. Well, we gotta take notes. Everybody take notes. Make clips. Take note, yeah. Yeah. All right, Gio. Good job. Well, that's it. That's what's on tap for my, for my weekend. Everybody enjoy the racing. And uh, NASCAR is headed out to Auto Club Speedway, California. Don't forget to change your fantasy teams. And uh, yeah, let's see if uh, I can get my name on a trophy. Uh, when he, uh, being the top five in week one doesn't mean crap. Quick note on that. I went and checked my fantasy team and I set a team for Daytona, but it says you have not set any drivers for race two. In the past, your drivers always carried over. They don't, don't carry over this time. They don't they carry, don't over. carry over. over. So don't think oh, that's you can terrible. Set a, you can't set a <laughs> team. And just yeah, Monica, you can't weeks. set that no, team and no, leave it this year. No setting and forgetting it, Monica. <laughs> no setting and forget. You got to do something every week. It worked <laughs> last year. He's hey, not going to we'll put up with it this Monday year. Night reminder. Everyone should go do it right now. When you're Whenever you hear me talk about this, whether it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever day it is, Go out there and change your team right now. It'll take you one minute. Pick some drivers. It's, it's not even just change just your team. Pick, it's pick a team. You got to pick yes. a team or you will have no drivers. So it's a very different update. And Joe's uh, going to get more info about the free $5. <laughs> the guy emailed me. He said uh, he, he was, you know, I uh, something about a promo code, whatever. I think everybody should pay. I think everybody should pay him the five bucks, man. The guy coded this whole system. Let's give I'll him give 60 more points to the match. 61 times five. It's not like he's going to retire and move to Mexico. No. You know what it's I mean? 300 bucks from our league. That's it. Right. Like, give, like, give the guy a break. And that's what I, I told him. Really I mean, Joe could pick either. that up for everybody, really. I mean. I really probably could. <laughs> takes a lot I of really time could. to set that up. I really could. You know what? I'll, 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 I'll figure that. I'll figure that. Well, I'd All right, guys. Joe was picking up the bill. There it is. You should have been in on it, though. You should have been in. Are you in? Not in Australia. Nah. Nah. No, you can still get in. That's it. Bulls that... Wolves leading. He's your competition down under. He is. That's right. <laughs> Australia leads the fantasy league as we speak. I should have made a bigger deal about that. I didn't All do right, good guys. in the fantasy league, but I stirred up the NASCAR side when I told them they <laughs> need to go to an NHRA race, and they're still replying to it. That's the most responses I've ever gotten. But and what I, are they I, saying? I, uh, well, what somebody said. Well, this was NASCAR is so great. You'll never get the driver interaction with any other kind of racing that you get with NASCAR. And, I, and so, and I didn't realize it was one of those blue dot guys. Yeah. I don't know who he is, but I, I tweeted him back and said, apparently you've never been to an NHRA race. I said, so I think I've gotten like 50 or 60 responses off of that one deal. So far, wow. that's the most Bobby. I've ever got. Okay. Are they being nice? You, you, and they're you still arguing with it straight, today. Bobby. Setting them uh, straight. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, but the good thing is I've got as many supporting me as I did against me. So I think that's good. I love you, Bobby. You got to get in there and you got to fight it out. You got to throw some elbows. I'm too old to sit there and not argue. Right. <laughs> I'm too old to not argue. <laughs> I'm 67. Well, I've deserved to get in there and argue now. Well, I'm looking at the thread right now, and um, I got to say, I think more people are siding with you. That NHRA is, well, it's a no-brainer, right? It it's not like which it of the no two brain. sports 
is more valuable or which of the two sports makes more money or which is more exciting. That's debatable, right? Like, which is well, more like, exciting. Some people like NASCAR and they think NASCAR is more exciting and that's their well, opinion. You cannot think that there's more driver interaction in NASCAR no. than there is in NHRA. One race, they put all this, well, as many spectators as they could behind the damn barbed wire fence while the drivers walked by and was talking to somebody else. And they call that interaction just because they can say, oh, I seen so-and-so. Right. No, that's not interaction. No, no. So, Going up and, and anyway. helping set up the awning like you guys did in Dallas. <laughs> that that right. with, uh, with Nitro Joe Morrison. That, that, that was interaction. You, you interaction. helped the guy with his team. All right. Good job. All right. I'm going to kick everybody out and do my couple final spots. Uh, thank you very much, guys. Strikes you, Jeff. Appreciate you. Matt in Australia, of course. Giovanni, WFO, everybody. There goes Bobby. Thank you very much, Bobby and Gio and Sue. Great WFO job. All. Pitch hitting for Giovanni week. today. Good job. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. There goes Sue Morris. Guys, I want to make sure to talk about Marvin Rodak, 817-924-6821. The guy's a big, longtime supporter. I know you love coffee. Get in on the Rodak's coffee, 817-924-6821. Samtech.edu, the School of Automotive Machinists and Technology. If you listen to the show, if you're a relatively young person, like that kid Anthony that listens uh, before he goes to sleep. I sent you out stickers, by the way. I don't know if you're listening to this show or what, but um, young man, becoming a machinist in 10 years when you grow up, that could be a good thing. Who knows? Samtech.edu can get you started off right. And then there's Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School with the Dragster Adventure. Remember, you can drive a dragster. Driving a dragster is big time fun. Why not? Drive a dragster for not a lot of money. So do it. Remember, the merch store is open. I ordered a bunch of merch for myself last week when it was on sale. And I know what you're thinking. Like, Joe, really? You wait for it to be on sale to order stuff for yourself? And the answer is absolutely. I waited for it to be on sale, and I ordered a bunch of stuff. It's got loads of WFO gear for the season. And I got it on sale. I paid like $16 a shirt. I got a coffee mug. Super excited. You can do it in the WFO store. Monica does a great job of letting everybody know when there's a sale. So thank you, Monica. It is uh, it is great stuff. So, so here's the deal. Um, Tony Stewart tomorrow. Show starts 2.15. Me and Reinhardt. Smoke comes on at 2.30. I'm always very nervous about these kind of things because sometimes they don't happen. Of course, the internet getting sketchy here at the end of the show. Definitely panic-inducing. But we'll see what happens. Like... You know, when the train wrecks, and I don't mean to say this for the folks in Ohio, what a nightmare you guys are living, but people want to watch it. So definitely tune in. Megan says the WFO gang, always fun hanging out with y'all. Thank you, Megan. Appreciate you. We'll meet you up there at uh, Maple Grove this year, right? We'll figure out a hang. We'll do a WFO hang. Get Jambalai Jay out there. Get everybody out there. It'll be good stuff. But I did want to say uh, thank you to everybody who answered me on my posts on Facebook and Instagram. For those that don't know, you may recall last week I talked a little bit about my buddy Fuzz, who tuned the GTO, who is a high school friend for many, many years, like a brother to me, him and his brother, David. Uh, David, I went to the 50th birthday party or last year. Well, as I was getting ready to jump on stage Saturday night uh, for the Division Five Awards banquet, like right then. Um, you know, Fuzz had gone into hospice care and they thought that he was going to live for a while, uh, maybe, maybe a week, maybe two weeks, maybe a month. Like we didn't know so much so that um, me and my friend Bill were like, you know, maybe we'll go see him or we'll pop in on him or something. Well, I got the, the note that Fuzz had passed. 
on Saturday night. And it was, it was really, uh, it was tough because, you know, I had to like lock it in a box deep down and just like bury it there. And I've been dealing with it. And, uh, but just take care of the people you're with. And if you're a person, go make sure you see the doctor and go through your normal health stuff. It's crazy that I lost a good friend that's 48 years old. Dragster Jeff said it about cancer. And that's what uh, Fuzz had. And it's just uh, enough. It's, 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 it's terrible. It's a terrible thing. And there's no, you know, you can't prevent it. Can you prevent it? And the answer is, yeah, I think you can prevent it as best as you can uh, by going to the doctor and getting your local, your, your checkups every year and get your physical and scheduling a colonoscopy and doing the things that nobody likes to do. Uh, but to try to get ahead of it as best as you can. And even if you do that, there's no guarantees, but most importantly uh, you and your friends and your family take time to get together and be together. The thing that makes it tolerable is that we spent some time together last April at David's 50th birthday party. Like we spent a lot of time together. And when he came out here and tuned the GTO and coming out, all the effort, the little effort, little bit of effort, right? Like that person that you know and you love and you haven't talked to them and life is getting in the way and you're thinking about it. And, you know, like, oh, I should reach out to that person. Oh, I'm not, I'm busy. I'm too busy. Um, you got to make a little time and just thinking and looking back at the photographs of that weekend, like me and my bud, man, we, we, we talked, we had conversations, we spent time together and we reaffirmed our, our friendship. And, um, you know, he's gone now and I'm sad, but, I would be definitely in a different place mentally, emotionally, and otherwise had we not done that. We got it in. We talked about our lives. We talked about our childhood. We talked about our fun. We talked about racing. We, you know, debated different topics. We did what we had to do. And, um, you know, I miss him already. He loved drag racing. He was a, the gas man at Miami Hollywood Speedway when it closed. Like he got a job there. I had a job there. He got a job there. It was just, it was great stuff, but uh, I miss him and it's tough. It's tough stuff, but it is what it is. And it's part of life. And uh, you know, I want to thank everybody out there on the WFO universe for being supportive of me and my personal stuff every once in a while. Um, I appreciate that. We're going to get on out of here. We got Tony Stewart tomorrow. And then the big secret thing on Wednesday, which don't worry. I'll tell you about if it all turns out. Okay. In which case, then I won't. Super excited about Project Pontiac, guys. I went over to my dad's, speaking of personal stuff. I save all this to the very end, right? Save it to the very end. People who really like show are, are hanging out at the very, very end. Went over and showed my dad the videos, engine on the dyno. And the guy's invigorated. He's like excited, excited about it. Wow, man, this is actually happening. And that was the goal. That was really the goal. Get him excited about no, man, it's going down for real. We're doing this one way or another. We're doing this and it's all connected. Can't wait to do that thing you want to do. Can't wait. You got to do it. You have to do it right now. All right, maybe not. But can you start the plan right now? Yes, you can. You can start doing it. Whatever it is that you really need to get done. Because it's crazy because time is short. Like, I just turned 50, and as you know, I was all messed up about it for a little bit, and then I got over it. And then I find out that my 48-year-old friend is passed away. It's stunning. But it is also just a statement of fact. So, 
Thank you to everyone who supports me in this show and to our Patreons. Guys, you know, Megan is broke and she's a Patreon. I feel a little guilty about that. Keep sending that money, Megan. <laughs> I'm kidding. Not really. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate all of you guys. We'll be on with Tony Stewart tomorrow, hopefully. And I'm really looking forward to it. All right, guys. WFO. WFO! This is WFO Radio. Yeah, welcome to the party. Bye, bye, bye. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers do not necessarily reflect that of the station ownership, advertisers, or agencies.